Hello, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This is Janice. How is this week going? There's a lot of conversation now about phase two as it approaches. There's a lot of mixed feelings, I imagine, that people must be feeling. I, I'm having mixed feelings. I feel relieved, happy, apprehensive, sad, all at the same time. And it's all good. We move forward with awareness of where we're at emotionally as best we can. And it's part of being healthy. Regardless of whether you feel the same way as I do, I believe that whenever we are about to experience change, for instance, before like phase two kicks in, you will find it super beneficial to pay attention to your interior. Like, say, take a half hour or more to just sit in silence and ponder on and listen. How am I stepping out today? How might I have changed inside these few weeks? What meaning do I find in life that has changed my perspective and life choices? And you may want to jot down some of those thoughts and pray about them or even share with a partner like your sibling or spouse or friend. It really makes a difference to spend time in silence and solitude with God when we navigate life and transitions and all that. So I pray God's grace on you as you abide in Jesus today. Ponder on the things that he's been highlighting to you to pay attention to, like where your structures of meaning or trust have been shaken or hopefully reoriented towards God more than before this pandemic hit us. That's my prayer for you, for myself, for all of us, that we continue in a deepened and ever-deepening reliance on God from here on. I think that's a great way to step into this next phase. Now this season, many of us sense and have been responding to God's invitation to go deeper with Him. To even relook at our foundations, our faith practices, examine our lives, what really matters. Because of that, yeah, we want to lean in and, and adopt spiritual practices that align with, uh, you know, with align what we want in terms of our values and priorities in lives with our lifestyle and our habits. Which is like the one we've put together as a, a rule of life, which is good, and that's what we want to grow towards as a community. And yes, it definitely takes time and intentionality, it's a process. What I felt to highlight today, though, is that we need to give careful thought to our existing habits and patterns, even as we desire to hold fast to the rule of life as the way of life in Jesus and as means of experiencing His grace. To give careful thought in that we ask God to shine His light on our self-referenced ways of being, our false self, and allow Him to dismantle bit by bit our behaviors, attitudes, and practices that are not quite in step with His Spirit. Only then can we more fully live into the life-giving intention of any spiritual rhythm with delight and, as we often hear, take on Jesus' yoke that is easy and his burden that's light. Discipleship is not one without cost, we know that. In Luke chapter 9, verse 10, it records Jesus telling all his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. It's not a crossless discipleship, really. 
but he calls us to deny ourselves to be fully and willingly obedient to him that in surrendering we can experience all that he has promised and this is a daily choice to be his disciples in believing in him and also become more like him it's a profound challenge because the cross isn't an object of life it's an instrument of death but jesus puts it clearly it is of necessity if anyone would come after me he must do so deny himself and take up his cross and follow me in order to take up our cross we need to deny ourselves to put to death to crucify the flesh that's what it means to deny ourselves as we posture ourselves to abide in Jesus it's inevitable that our desires and priorities come under scrutiny I know that as I make it a point to practice simplicity, I inadvertently am confronted by my cravings for certain foods or certain items I wish to own. The temptation is real. As I practice or express my desire to practice solitude time with God, my disposition to hurry, to finish off my to-do list, my need to be productive is strong. Abiding in Jesus, which can mean being steeped in scripture, prayer, just all around being attentive to God's presence throughout the day. But there are so many things I would rather do and I end up doing them. Like compulsive scrolling through social media or binge watching. My inward posture gets out of whack. My ears become dull, so to speak, such that I'm less attuned to his presence and his voice and the websites seem to know what grabs my attention somehow. Does that happen to you? Yes, we want to hold fast to the rhythms and practices of Jesus. That is why we must take pains to consider our habits and patterns, to let our disordered desires come to the surface rather than suppressing them then we can very cognizantly say we recognize hey i do have a problem in this area and i cannot will myself out of it that conflict between our flesh and our spirit's desire to abide the flesh doesn't want to be denied when we're willing to not only identify but vocalize to ourselves to god and in spiritual direction or you know, in relationship with a fellow uh, disciple, disciple, we may vocalize to another person. And it makes clear our fears and insecurities or any deep issues from which our habits and patterns emerge. So we don't just deal with the habits. We deal with what is deeper beneath those habits. That is putting to death. That is crucifying the flesh. And that's what brings surrender to God that is true and, and delight in Him to free the true self to live from the resources of God. Many years back, I noticed that I especially liked to buy stuff on Mondays. I'll explain a little bit. So Mondays would be my weekly day off for the church staff where I was at. And so I would have a Sabbath and solitude routine every Monday at that time, which would include a very fixed kind of format, contemplation and reading and journaling specific hours, often in the same cafe for hours on end. 
And then after that, after a certain hour, I would then walk around. And because my usual coffee place was next to a mall, I would end up buying stuff. And many times, it's stuff I can do without. There was just this satisfaction I got, like I had to. It's just what I liked, and so why not, right? That was every Monday. But then I noticed, like I said, and over time I came to realize I was really medicating this self-doubt and despondency that I would feel after every ministry high or activity-filled weekend, which I came to learn later that many pastors struggle with in different ways. Most people wouldn't think it's a huge problem. I wasn't buying thousands of dollars of stuff. But little things here and there, even if they're not all for myself, I'll give them away. Sometimes I recognize there was a root issue. That my rhythms of rest on this day off was not rooted in dependency on God, but on self-dependence and indulgence in my own desires. So oftentimes, they're not life-giving. After some time when I had learned with with some help to attend to the low after the highs, while my day off would include the same practices, it became much more life-giving than before. Question, what is a habit of yours that limits you from growing closer to God? What habit do you have that is hindering your adopting the rhythms of Jesus? Our habits that we've built over years or decades, they don't disappear when we adopt or incorporate new rhythms of life. In fact, it would be burdensome. It's like adding on to-dos, more tasks to perform rather than creating space within, in our interior, as well as without, without being referenced to, you know, like your timetable. When we flesh out how we want to establish relational touch points, or um, in terms of our appointment schedule, when we want to stay connected to like certain people or buddies or care group, or with relation to your family budget, when we talk about practicing generosity. We must actually unlearn bad habits in order to create space for life-giving new patterns that resituate us in God's way, God's resources. So today, If you know of a habit that limits you from drawing closer to God, examine it. Identify what possible deep-seated issues could be underneath it and vocalize them. Vocalize those issues. Ask God to help you to surrender those habits to Him so that you can take up what He has asked you to take up. And from that place of surrender and delight, you will have space to be free to then adopt and be shaped by new life rhythms. Would you turn aside for the next few minutes and sit with God? Allow me to lead us to ponder on some questions and pray in response at the end. You might find that writing down your thoughts would help you focus and track with the leading of Holy Spirit. Let's begin. Ask God to shine His light on your life. Think about the various patterns or habits that you have. Let God guide your thoughts from one habit to another, one by one. 
any habit comes to mind that limits your intimacy with God or that draws you further from God rather than closer to Him, examine this with Him and write down this habit. This one habit, ask God to show you what compels it, what motivates or triggers you to engage in it. Without filtering, write down impressions or words that you receive. Be open to what the Spirit shows you. Remember He loves you and cares for you and is interceding always for you. How does this pattern or habit hinder your spiritual growth, hinder your abiding in Jesus? God, what do you want to show me about this? What do you want me to know? Write down what you receive, what God is saying to you. Now, be in a moment of silence, and then after that, write down your prayer of your heart's desire to God. God, our Father, we choose you. We desire to grow closer to you. We thank you for how you have been wooing us to yourself. As we lean in, as we seek to deepen our walk with you, help us give careful thought to our lives, our habits, our desires. Show us our ways of being, conscious or unconscious, that result in behaviors, attitudes and practices that are not in step with your spirit, that draw us away from you, so that we can examine and identify issues deep in our hearts that we need to confront with your help. our insecurities, our fears, our burdens, our baggages that are not of you. Help us to see them clearly in your light and be willing to allow you to deal lovingly with them so that instead of holding on to them or suppressing them, we can actually let go of these old limits and habits in exchange for new ones. Help us to experience you more as we take up new life rhythms, that we be free to live from your resources rather than our own. 
Help us, Lord, because we want to live taking up the cross daily and follow you, Lord, in surrender and delight by your grace. We thank you for enabling us, for empowering us by your Spirit, always. We're so grateful for that, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Daily. Have a beautiful day. Grace and peace to you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.